0: The information presented in this podcast is intended to be for entertainment and educational purposes only. It should never be used in place of advice given by a mental health or medical professional or as a substitute for mental health treatment. If you're struggling with a mental health issue, please seek professional help. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Fangirl Business.
1: I'm Catherine
0: And I'm Krisha. And today we are going to spend some time talking about some stuff that's actually fun. Things have been a little dark <laughs> around here lately. We've been doing a lot of trauma work. True. And fandom grief work. So, damn it, yeah. we're going to talk about theories and some fun stuff we think might be coming because... We deserve it. (laughs) Pound
1: desk. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do it.
0: (laughs) So I think first of all, because I'm pretty sure that you and I agree on this, despite all of the stuff coming out of Vegas and coming out of whatever, you and I are both agreed that we really feel like we're in for a hopeful ending, right?
1: Yes. I don't think that they're going to leave this show with a devastated fandom. I think they're going to have a satisfying ending that we can feel good about. They'll do stuff ahead of time to devastate us. Like I'm expecting episode 18 and 19 to be just awful. Right. Just horrific. Yes. (laughs) I'm expecting them to be really, really, really bad and really dark. But I think they will leave us at the end of episode 20 with hope and that is my gut feeling on it so i'm expecting it to be really dark and hopeless and bleak and everyone's gonna freak out and then i'm expecting episode 20 for there to be epic stuff and then
0: hope so in misha's panel he described the end as being sad but redemptive um Mm -hmm. and neither one of us took that entirely well (laughs) No. I think it's important to point out that when we say we think it's going to be hopeful, we do, but that doesn't mean that we don't have moments of panic, and fear, just like everybody else. <laughs> because yes, we, do.
1: <laughs> we have our moments of panic. Mm-hmm. We um, we are we are also human. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I genuinely, with the th- one of the themes being hope and that it's God that wants people dead. Yeah. And God is the villain. I don't think that that's gonna be the ending that we get. i knock on wood now. My desk is wood. Mm-hmm. But like, that
0: is my gut feeling. How about you? I think they're being so purposeful in showing us all three of the boys self-actualizing, but especially Dean... So the idea that Dean would go through all of this, finally confront his stuff, finally become this healthier version of himself, and then have it all be tossed in service of some Mm -hmm. blaze of glory kind Mm -hmm. of a thing. If this was any other show, I could see it. But Mm -hmm. this show, this fandom, this set of writers, the conversations we've seen them have, I don't see it. I'm not going to say it's impossible because I can't. I haven't read the scripts, but my gut doesn't say that either. All signs point to hope for me—hope, but pain. Because they can't just give us entirely nice things. Those nice things have to hurt. No. So I'm not sure yeah. how it's going to hurt, but I have theories on that too.
1: So let's talk a little bit about some of the theories that we have about Dean, because mm-hmm. I've been wanting to talk about this for like months. I know, months now.
0: I, know. <laughs> I know, and I love that you and I had this epiphany. At the same time, on the same day, independently. That's what I love about this theory. And that the fact Mm -hmm. that you and I are just like so on the same wavelength.
1: Well, let's go back because this was all the way back during the last hiatus Mm -hmm. over Christmas when Jensen went to Elysium.
0: Yep. He and Danielle. Boy, they were dressed
1: up.
0: Mm -hmm. He and Danielle looked incredible. Oh my gosh. There was these like neon lighted angel wings and he took a picture in front of the angel wings and put his finger over his lips like it was a secret and a light bulb went off in my head at the same moment a light bulb went off in your head. Mm-hmm. Why the finger over the lips like that? Why that particular pose? I know. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you think? Like define it, right? Define it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so my feeling is, and this has been bolstered by what they've been doing with the actual story since then. My feeling is that at the very least, Dean and possibly other characters are going to transcend humanity to become something more. Mm -hmm. So my theory is that there's going to be something angelic happening, some kind of transformative angelic Thing happening. And we've got a whole bunch of different directions with this. Mm-hmm. So, one of them is the idea that the original archangels are toast, mm-hmm. and the original archangels were Lucifer, Michael, Raphael, and Gabriel. And we have four main characters
0: mm-hmm. who
1: are part of Team Free Will 2.0. We've got Sam, we've got Dean, we've got Cass. We have got Jack. So I like that idea personally very, very much. The idea that there's going to be some sort of continuing role for Team Free Will mm-hmm. 2.0 going forward that puts them in a position of continuing to take care of people, but having more resources at their disposal as a part of that I will just say,
0: because you and I have talked about this so much, we are really down the road on our processing, but where it first hit for me originally is that so much talk was around what was going to happen to Cass, if Cass was going to become human so that he could stay with the Winchesters. And it had never crossed my mind that all of them, or at least Dean, would become Angel. And it really flipped the script on, oh, Cass is going to fall and become human again. And it was like, oh my God, what if Dean becomes an angel? I know. You know, and that was where it was like, "Oh, give them what they want in a way they don't expect, like yeah, and so we've gone from there, I mean, there's differently ways to play with it,
1: but okay, so like yes, there are different ways it could just be it could just be Dean, and mm-hmm. another alternative could be. Sam and Eileen get together, they have their happy human life, and Steen and Cass go off and be angelic and do angelic things to save the universe, Mm -hmm. and Jack is doing his creative paradise thing. So there could be a lot of different ways that this plays out. We have multiple theories, but the for Archangels one is my favorite. Yeah. Here's the other cool thing that people noticed after we had this revelation was the Garth episode where Dean does his dancing in his dream state. People were noticing that Dean kept on being highlighted with this glow with the lights through that whole episode.
0: Do you remember that, Krisha? Yeah, like his head would be just positioned right in front of a light. And so he was constantly having this light emanating around his head it was super subtle but once you saw it it was hard to unsee it because it happened so frequently and it has in in multiple episodes
1: yeah but then we also had the tap dancing on top of the world on top of the world Mm -hmm. yeah like what's you know it's heaven and earth and hell and what's over earth is heaven ah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that was super fun and then the whole idea of heroes being more than human yeah. came up. And I think, was it Susan who had the Ben Edlund stuff? I believe it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hi, Susan. Hi, Susan. <laughs> ben Edlund had an interview where he talked about how there's only so long that you can have these beyond human things happen to you before you transcend being human he was talking about the idea of the Winchesters becoming demigods. And that was brought to our attention right around the same time as the episode, which was talking about Fortuna and the heroes of old. And the heroes of old were often demigods, or people who became more than human over the course of their adventures. So the idea of transitioning from one level of existence to a different level of existence is something that they seem to be bringing up with the plot. Mm -hmm. And that seems to have been something that was grounded in writers' ideas about what they wanted to do in the past. Does that kind of cover it, Krisha? Is there anything that I missed?
0: Well, we have to talk about the favorite thing that happened that made you and I both squee at the top of our lungs, which was that pair of handprints that we saw on the wall.
1: yes. Mm -hmm. like
0: we had a hard time talking about that one without going into what we thought it might mean because (laughs) the idea of those handprints on the wall we talked about it being a matched set for Dean and Cass because the handprint is what was on Dean's shoulder when Cass raised him from perdition and so the idea of two handprints because that does invoke Dean and Cass and it does invoke angelic power Mm -hmm. to see two of them that way we were both like oh my god oh my god oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah I'm like doing that
1: inside right
0: now. And that's what makes me think that maybe it will only be Dean. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know. And I don't have like solid feelings one way or another. But I could totally see Sam also being elevated in some way, but being elevated in a different way if that Mm. makes sense Mm -hmm. I know that Sam and Dean are a matched set but that's what I could see as being the sad part as if Sam and Dean are elevated to different roles that then they're doing important work but not doing it together which would also bring to fruition a lot of the work that they've been doing on making the relationship with Sam and Dean healthier so that they're not as codependent so that they are living their own lives and doing their own things And they're still saving Mm -hmm. the world together, but they're not as dependent on each other. I would hope they wouldn't give us an ending where Sam and Dean are barricaded from each other, that they truly have no access to each other. That would be horrifying. But the idea of them going off into their own roles, taking their skills that they have honed and that they've grown into, the self-actualizing, and then being able to Do that on some sort of cosmic multiverse scale. Mm Kind of cool.
1: I mean, yes. (laughs) Can you imagine if they got to go to all of the multiverse places, all of the different AUs, and fix all the things that went wrong there that God screwed up?
0: Yeah. (sighs) The squirrels, man.
1: Save the squirrels. (laughs) Save the squirrels. (laughs) Bring yellow back to that other universe.
0: Right. They deserve it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: the other thing that we've talked about a little bit in dms is the idea that one of the flaws with the original angels is that they didn't have any humanity about them
0: oh yeah
1: and that they were so far removed from humanity that there was no way to really kind of bridge that divide I find it really interesting that anything that did, which were Nephilim, were hunted down and wiped out of existence. But now we have a Nephilim who was raised in a very human way by very human people to value very human things, but has these huge powers. I think it would be really interesting if they almost had like a hybridization thing going on where it wasn't just people were becoming angels, But there was a new fusion of humanity and angelic stuff. Yeah. And we know that Jack can make angels from humans. Right. Like, that happened on the show. They've never talked about it again. Well, they haven't had time. Jack's
0: been gone. But it happened. But we also know that Cass has some soul in
1: him, or at least Metatron indicated that he did. He has a lot of humanity in him, mm-hmm. and that's why Cass is so different from the other angels. Yep. Because he has that humanity and he's also lived as a human. And that changed him profoundly. Mm-hmm. Like I-, I was just re-watching the episode where he was drawing the grace out of Sam that was left over from Gadril. And he said, if this had happened before I became human, I would have kept going until it killed you because I would have gone for the greater good. Yeah. But now, after having experienced humanity, I can't do that because you're my friend. And I understand friendship and humanity in an entirely different way now. So Cass has become a better being because of his experience of humanity and his integration with humanity. And we've seen how he's able to move smoothly in both the human and the angelic world now this season with the way that he got won over on the Russian dude. <laughs> What's his name? Sergey. Sergey. yes. So I could see them doing something really exciting with these themes of the heroes being more than human, but also the importance of humanity being a part of the superpower. And I think this is also underscored by the fact that God is such a friggin narcissistic jerk Mm -hmm. and he is so lacking in the things that humans value, which is compassion and being connected with others and collaborating and striving towards ideals of freedom. So I think it would make sense that they would want to remove that absolute lack of humanity from what's running the universe and bring humanity into the upper echelon of things. I don't know if I'm saying this clearly or not. No, you are. And we've talked before about how the thing that was
0: lacking in all of those Sam and Dean kill each other scenes that Chuck had in all of those endings, Cass wasn't there. And so Cass mm-hmm. is going to be the wild card and Cass is the mm-hmm. angel that mm-hmm. became human, who had that humanity. And we saw it with Metatron, Right? Metatron was horrible, but he became human for a while and somehow got to a redemption arc. Yes. And so yep. if even Metatron can be redeemed by having a little bit of humanity in him, and then we have Cass who lives in both worlds, and now Cass is caring for Jack, that cycle of healing we were talking about with Dean. Mm. I feel like Cass will then be that wild card that maybe does bridge the gap between human and angel, not just in the abstract way that he's been doing, but maybe more purposefully. Maybe they really do use the Mm. two somehow. But I also think it's possible that they just upend the system entirely. Because for a long time I was like, oh, well, so maybe Dean will go up to heaven and kind of be in charge there, or maybe Jack will be in charge, and... Dean and Cass will be around and then maybe Sam will take over hell and he'll make it, you know, not so evil because it's Sam so he would (laughs) revolutionize that but now Rowena's there so it's like, okay. So then maybe they'll Mm -hmm. just get rid of that power structure and that hierarchy altogether maybe we'll have so much more compassion than that. I don't know. I think it's a fascinating idea.
1: I know. I think the team free will has always been about upsetting the status quo and upending structures that have been in place structures like the apocalypse Mm -hmm. that was supposed to happen it didn't happen and so I could see them being like okay we're just gonna upend everything and I mean I think that within team free will there's a real democratization of everybody has slightly different roles but they are all equals
0: Well, and Dean and Cass have been negotiating that very actively. Dean and Sam negotiated that for a long time and came to it. And now Dean and Cass are negotiating that purposefully. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The structure of heaven that God put in place was very hierarchical. Mm -hmm. Like if you look at it, it's a very medieval kind of structure. Kings and princes and dukes and lords and... Very feudal. Yeah, it's very feudal. It's very feudal all the way down to... The peasants. We're the peasants. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's very much a hierarchical structure of power. So I could see them doing something really meta at the end of this when this whole series has been about free will to upend that power structure. Structure and transform it into something that's more democratic yeah. i love that idea like that idea gets me really excited so if it doesn't happen we're putting this one out there to all the fanfic authors
0: love to yes. see it
1: mm-hmm. please write it <laughs> yeah <laughs> even if it does happen i'm sure there are like a billion different ways that it could happen yeah. and i would love to see all the alternate ways it could happen yeah. in fanfic I mean, we are just, we are riffing here, but it's been fun that we had this moment of realization right around Elysium with Jensen with angel wings, holding his fingers to his lips and going, shh, Mm -hmm. what's the secret? And we both had this moment of, what if they do the thing where they flip the script and instead of Cass being human, Dean becomes an angel? And then we've gone on this whole journey where it seems to be being reinforced by what's going on with the story and the visuals with the highlighting of Dean and an almost halo effect to the talking about them being like heroes of old and the fact that heroes of old were often elevated from human to something more.
0: Well, demigod, that would be like part god, part human. So that's like Nephilim, if you look at it in angelic terms.
1: Yeah, if you look at it within Judeo-Christian terms, instead of heroic Greek and Roman framework kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. the equivalent would be something angelic being fused with something human instead of demigods so I think it's been really exciting to see the things that they've been doing with the theories that we've been floating around and we didn't want to talk about this too soon but I think it's been worth waiting until now because there's lots happening that's validated what we think could be happening. And also the utter lack of humanity of God and that being such a strong negative that's been reinforced over and over and over through the last few episodes. Yep. And one of my favorite things about this fandom,
0: honestly, is that we can have fun with a theory like this. And if it doesn't go this way, I'm still not going to be crushed because I know someone will write it. And that's such a comfort. It's true.
1: It's such a comfort. Yeah, it is.
0: Like, it, Uh it truly is.
1: And we have such good writers. Love to the fanfic community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who capture things in these really authentic ways that are true to the voice of all of the characters to the point where you forget that you're not watching the show. You feel mm-hmm. like you're watching the show as you're reading. So I know that people could do it well. Yep. We have a lot of authors in this fandom who could do this justice. <laughs> yep. But that's my hope, is that they'll do something uplifting.
0: Uplifting. Haha. Sorry, I just made that very, like... <laughs> punny (laughs) if they make dean an angel it would be uplifting
1: it would be sorry i'm so
0: sorry (laughs) i'm so sorry
1: that took me a second
0: (laughs) it's been a bad week
1: okay just i'm not proud that was beautiful krisha thank you (laughs) thank you for that Um. But I think that looking at the meta that they've been doing, I feel like there is always some sadness during transformation, right? Yes. And if we're talking about changing from one thing to another thing or being uplifted, (laughs) um, you know, there's, there's always some sadness about what you leave behind. And so to me that can kind of still fit with the idea of there's some sadness in the ending because it would be sad to leave behind just being human. Yeah. At the same time, it would also be very exciting. Right. And would open up literally whole new worlds of possibilities. Mm -hmm. But there would be some mourning for your past self that you would be saying goodbye to. And I think that, again, that could also resonate on a really personal level for a lot of us because all of us grow and change And become different people throughout our lives. And oftentimes that's a really positive thing. But we can still mourn our past selves and who we were before those changes. Absolutely. And miss those parts of ourselves. So I think that could be a really genuine hurt so good kind of ending as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I do. Which would be very on brand supernatural. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, especially if they're not
0: together you know because I could see Dean choosing to be elevated in a certain way and I could see Sam choosing to keep a mortal life stay with Eileen Mm -hmm. something like that Dean going with Cass Sam going with Eileen things like that they could play with that would be really fascinating
1: they would be genuinely happy endings for both of them I think but also really Really sad sad. at the same time yeah (laughs) like hurts so good yeah Very much. That's the kind of ending that I can get behind. Right. Where it's much more complex than somebody sacrifices themselves and dies and that's the end. Which is what I was terrified they were going to do. And I still am off and on. Like, let's be honest. I have my moments of being like, "Ah!" I get it. The
0: logic, I think, is just not there for that kind of ending. They've been talking about it forever. They even Mm -hmm. played with that with the fast forward where they were going to go out in a blaze of glory. And Sam was like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. He made a different choice. So it's like, that's where I go back to the source material. Like, that's not the story it seems like they're telling. It seems like they're actively telling a different story. Trust the process.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I think that moment that you bring up is really important for me as well. And maybe something else for us all to hold on to. Because for such a long time, all of them, Jensen and Jared and Misha, had talked about their characters dying as a way of the story ending. And had talked about that blaze of glory, right? Mm-hmm. And then they touched upon that idea within the actual show and showed how toxic an right. idea that actually was. <laughs> and no holds barred, they were like, "Blaze of glory, okay, yeah, this is the enactment of their blaze of glory. Their vampires going out killing other people that they loved. It was the darkest timeline, right? It was... <laughs> and yeah, it was pretty bad. So I think." They've been showing us what they're not going to do along the way. Right. As well as what they might do. Mm-hmm. So I found that particular scene actually really encouraging because for a while, I was really nervous. Like, particularly Jensen and Jared have talked so often about their characters going out in a blaze of glory. And I hated it every time they <laughs> <I> brought it up. <laughs> so the fact uh-huh. that they used that terminology... <laughs> on the show and addressed it i was like okay that's helpful for me yes <laughs> all right so i think we will wrap it there for this episode you can message us and stay up to date with the latest on our twitter page at the fangirl biz that's b-i-z or b-i-z we will see you again next time until then carry on wayward friends we love you guys bye bye Been good to do this again, Krishna. Yes, it I has. It. I missed you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just made it more personal. <laughs> <too>. <laughs>
0: <Now I'm> like... <laughs> and you're like, mm, that's nice. <laughs> S- creepy lady.
1: I missed you too. <laughs> I'm feeling yes. vulnerable, Catherine. Be nice to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I missed you too and I love you and you're amazing and wonderful and all of the things. (laughs)